0: This is Cat's Podcast, episode number 38. Standing in your own authority with Dr. Katherine Craig. So I'm calling myself on
1: that an intuitive guide and transformation teacher. Okay, good. Which is, I guess, the label. It's so funny, the labels we have to evolve (laughs) into, you know, It's like it's not like I've not been doing this work, you know, I've been t- teaching transformative processes, like I've been guiding people using their own intuition, you know, it just was like under the label of like, doctor before, you know, and it's like, the doctor doesn't go away. Like, even if I'm not practicing, that's, that's still there. However, it's like, how much am I really going to lean on that in terms of my work with healing people? I'm not sure, you know,
0: so. Mm. yeah. Well, Catherine, that was actually the perfect intro, so I don't have to do it. (laughs) Welcome to my podcast. (laughs) Perfect. I love it.
1: Sometimes these informal moments, it's like, that's where we really get at, you know, what we're meaning to say. So
0: exactly. And you could Mm -hmm. phrase it a million times better than I did. So yeah. (laughs) Welcome again. Welcome back because you've been here already one time. Mm Yeah. And um, yeah. And good morning well, to you. <laughs> thank you. Well,
1: I'm so excited to be here. You know, I've been looking forward to <laughs> speaking with you. And it's so funny. I know we kept pushing it off and pushing it off, but it actually, I think this timing is absolutely perfect because, you know, I know you've had your things going on and I've been in the throes of, you know, what I'll describe as a healing vortex from, you know, I feel like 20 <laughs> years that's finally <laughs> resolving itself. So, um, so it's nice to feel settled and grounded and, and finally ready for our chat together. So
0: cool amazing yeah i feel i feel pretty much the same so you're totally right on that it's and it's interesting because i've had it so many times with guests on my podcast that we mm-hmm. kept pushing the date but it was never like oh no really do we have to postpone again it was always like yeah yeah that's good that's good and mm-hmm. then when it finally happened it was the perfect moment and yeah I wish we could do that more often in life to be honest also in business things because yeah things will flow more easily and more uh, more richly more more rich in a way I think Well that's something that I've been leaning into it's interesting you bring that up
1: not even leaning into it but you know my career prior to being an acupuncturist and running my own practice you know, it was very corporate and regimented and it, you know, there wasn't too much room for the flow. And then in my acupuncture practice, kind of we were talking about offline before we got on, like, you know, you reach this critical mass and then things just seem to work for you, you know, in terms of people scheduling and the flow of things. And I I remember sometimes I'd see like a quiet week, you know, like maybe I didn't book as many people as I would have liked. And then something would come up, and it's like the universe, God, whomever knows my schedule better than I do. So I just have to have faith in that and continue to move forward in that. And, you know, that's what I've been, especially leaning on the past, what it's August 1st now. So Mm. um, probably the past seven months or so, as I've gone through this big transformative process for myself, um, you know, kind of foundation work that I've been laying for a very long time and really kind of stepping into it. At this point, you know, which involved, um, you know, a cross the country move, <laughs> uh, a selling and sales, uh, uh, almost selling my business, closing my practice, you know, starting this new um, project and venture that I'm getting into, um, you know, and all the all the things that happen along the way. Which, you know, if anyone's moved, started a business, closed a business, etc., knows, you know, all the fires that can happen. So. Um, So, yeah, it's exciting to be here and to talk to you and, you know, kind of dig into the nitty gritty of all these wonderful things we want to talk about and share with the world. So,
0: yeah, thank Mm -hmm. you so much for being here. (laughs) So maybe just dive a little bit deeper, if you like, into the what we just started chatting about, you know, mm-hmm. going with the, well, call it go with the flow, but not mm-hmm. in a lazy way, but in a trustful way, like having that faith in God or the universe mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. everything turns out in a perfect way. And mm-hmm. that we don't, when we don't resist it, it it will. So what were the biggest aha moments? Or can you just tell us a bit more of the details In within those past seven months for you where it happened, because I feel that this is something that could really help listeners, maybe also create a bit more ease and trust in their own lives. Yeah. I mean, I think the big
1: thing for me is even as a child, I was very intuitive and, you know, sometimes that gets, uh, Learned out of you, so to speak, or educated out of you, you know, Mm. that we we use our logical mind versus our feeling mind a lot of times. And for me, again, when I was in my 20s, and for those of your listeners who don't know some of my backstory, it's like when I was in my 20s, I had a series of health problems, you know, while I was working in corporate New York, um, which ended up being, you know, kind of multiple autoimmune diseases, a chronic pain condition, and then I had thyroid cancer. So this was really kind of a pivotal juncture in my time. And while I was being very successful in my career, there was part of me that knew like, okay, if I stay on this path, like I'm going to die. And again, sounds very dramatic, but there was this part of me that was really like, you can't keep doing this. And so I listened to that, went to study acupuncture. Now it's 13 years later from that. You know, and learning so much along the way from not only my colleagues, mentors, other students, you learn a lot from the people you work with, your patients, your clients, the people who trust their health and their well-being with you. Um, mm-hmm. That contract's one of what I would say the most sacred contracts that I've been blessed to be in with so many people. Um you know, and learning so much from that. And in the process, sometimes clients or patients would come to me and you can kind of see everything that they've been through and where they need to go. But it's just letting them unpack it in the time that feels right and comfortable for them. Because, and I think <laughs> most early practitioners make this mistake it's like, if you push someone into doing something they're not ready. To do, it can backfire dramatically, not only for you, you know, as the practitioner, but for the person as well. So, taking a very measured approach mm. to allowing people to unpack their own stuff and using their own intuition as guidance. And so, in terms of learning about that in my own process, you know, that's why I left corporate and went to the healing arts. And that's why I've kind of made this big life shift here, too, because there was a point last year and I had felt this uh, bubbling up for a number of years, but I was literally in one of my treatment rooms. I can remember the moment. I don't remember who the patient was in front of me, but it was literally like, ding, 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 ding. You've, you've reached level 10 on the karmic checklist. Like you don't need to be doing this anymore. You know, your skills and knowledge can be utilized in a different, more effective way that doesn't Mm -hmm. involve the one-on-one work anymore." You know that it's really kind of the space, the heart-centered approach, the education of people to take care of themselves that's kind of this new way of healing versus the you know like needles in every week so um, so that's <laughs> that's the route i'm taking you know and i've started a very lovely website where people will be able to go Um, Not only for educational resources on how to connect with their own intuition, um, but there'll be uh, podcasts, some uh, opportunities to do some coaching with me, and then educational modules as well um, to bring more consciousness into their own life healing. You know, so that Mm. they can really be the authority for themselves versus going, you know, to practitioners, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm so yeah. Not that we don't need, you know, hands-on work because we certainly do, but but to continue to give what you're talking about, to to continue to give the authority and sovereignty back to the person versus yes. me telling them what they need to do or another yeah. practitioner
0: telling them what
1: they need to do.
0: Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. like truly self-empowering ourselves. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, in another interview, I talked with um, with Kaylee Deerings, and she said mm-hmm. she's got a mentorship program, and she said basically the same. She said, well, the people who come to me, they maybe do one round or two rounds, but then I want them to be able to figure the things out for themselves, so mm-hmm. they don't need to come to me anymore, because they mm-hmm. know, they know on the inside, mm-hmm. they have their inner teacher and their inner yep. guidance, and yep. yeah, yeah. I guess that's what it comes down to on basically on all levels in our lives. Right.
1: Yeah. And it doesn't mean we don't need some help along the way. You know, it's like certainly, you know, I've certainly been stressed out. So I've, you know, the past seven months, so I've certainly sought help along the way, you know, and it's wonderful when we can help each other. But again, I don't want people to always feel like that they need to be going to somebody else as the authority figure, you know, that, and I would tell my patients this too, I would, you know, I don't know everything, you know, I certainly Mm. don't, I certainly don't know everything about your body and your, you know, soul imprint and your karmas and everything else, you know, I might be getting a taste of it, but you know, it's, it's not always their higher selves isn't always just gonna, you know, unload everything onto this person that they just met. So it's a way that our souls and our beings protect themselves until there's some trust built between people, which mm. is, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, but ultimately it's like the healing always has to go back into the hands of that own
0: their own, yeah their own self and being. Yeah. Yeah. Such an important point. And I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll, we'll touch on that a few more times during that conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm. But so were there a few specific moments where you said over those past seven months where you will, where you were, maybe earlier you would have been inclined to push through but then you were like more resting back into the uh, the timing of the universe
1: yeah definitely i um i think in all of it you know i was uh the apartment i lived in was a rental and they put the house for sale. It was a multifamily home. They put the Mm. house for sale. And so that was kind of the first like kick in the pants because I had put together kind of like a 12 to 18 month timeframe to get this new project (laughs) launched and to move, you know, like I've wanted to move for about 10 years and, you know, be a little closer to family, be a little closer to the beach. And um, so I put together this 12 to 18 month timeframe. And then probably like two weeks after that, like, it's like, Oh, like your home is for sale. Like, you know, we don't know what that means or doesn't mean, you know? So I was like, well, let's accelerate this timeline. And the lease at my office was up at the end of June. And this was about, uh, you know, early to mid February. And so I just put some feelers out, you know, to people I knew in the community about, you know, this is, these are my plans. I'm thinking of moving, you know, and going in the more online direction, more away from hands-on, at least for now, you know, not forever necessarily, but for now. And, um, you know, I had a lot of interest. Um, and so I was like, I had never thought to sell my business and, um, enough people were like, no, you've got a great practice. You should at least try to, you know, it's a great opportunity for someone, which, you know, looking at the numbers and the books and everything, it it was actually Mm. a fantastic opportunity for the right person to walk into, (laughs) you know, and unfortunately due to a number of circumstances that, you know, ended up falling through, um, which is a real shame, you know, It's it was a real shame for people. Because um, again, it was a good opportunity. I have wonderful clients, amazing patients, you know, just the nicest people, um, you know, but again, trusting in God's time. And it's like, okay, well, part of me, part of me thinks it was for the best, because it's, it's almost forcing me to be ready faster. You know, it's like, I don't mm. have, that little financial cushion that I might have had, which, you know, good news, bad news, I was going to do this, whether I sold or not. So it's not like I, um, it's not like I was counting on that, but it it's, I think it's pushing me to be ready a little sooner Mm -hmm. than, you know, maybe earthly Catherine wanted to sit (laughs) for a couple more months, (laughs) you know? So, um, So in that regard, it's, it's been really good that it's forcing my hand a little bit. And, you know, I'm, I was lucky enough. um, I bought a beautiful house, some two blocks from the beach down in Mm sunny Florida. So I'm just really, uh, I feel blessed in so many ways and uh, really, really happy um, to have made this, this move and this jump and look forward to working with people in, um, I want to say a new way, but it's not a new way. It's how I've been working with people for 10 years, but in a more um, a more etheric way which is the name of the mm. website it's
0: the the etheric so so yeah that all sounds beautiful mm-hmm. and congratulations again on the move mm-hmm. and on yeah and on the big move as well it's yeah uh, it's really amazing to see
1: that's really what it is, is allowing ourselves, you know, to have faith in the process and, you know, don't get me wrong. There's, you know, a lot of, what I'd say, earthly challenges along the way, you know, getting approved for a mortgage when you're single, self-employed and out of state, you know, like all of those little things. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, Like where's your regular income?
1: Oh. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm like, I'm I don't have one. <laughs> I'm self-employed, you know, and like, finally I found a very wonderful and creative mortgage broker who, who he understood, you know, what was going on and how to get things done and, um, you know, really worked with me in that way. So again, I feel, I feel very blessed that I met every person I needed to meet along the way. And, you know, mm. it all got, it all got done in the end. So, but again, a lot of trust and a lot of faith. And again, I'm, I feel very blessed, um, to be living my life in that
0: way. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you can.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It sounds, it sounds really, really beautiful. And And amazing. And like so much freedom again, Mm -hmm. although you know, that sale fell through, but again, it's like, to me, it's like echoing out freedom. It's yeah. And
1: yeah, I mean, again, I think it's, I think it's for the best and, and I made, um, you know, there's so many good local practitioners in Red Bank that I've been referring people to the right places and getting everywhere they need to go. So, you know, so people are still getting the care they need. And, you know, kind of at one point in the business sale, I was like, I just want to build up as much good karma in this process as possible. I'm like giving all my stuff away. And, like, again, I think every item I owned ended up in the exact right hands it was supposed to mm. be in, you know despite some of the fires that happened along the way. I really, I really truly believe that. And it's like, I packed my car. I took, you know, just what fit in the car and, um, you know, brand new, fresh start.
0: So. Mm, Wow. Mm -hmm. That sounds so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm really, really happy for you. Thank you. Mm. And what you just said about, um, you know, the universe pushing you to be to go faster than earthly, Catherine would have probably <laughs> yes. been. That's 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 so good because I feel that's what often holds a lot of people. I'm not sure how it affects me. I think I'm I I've gotten better in doing things before I feel like really ready, mm-hmm. but um, I feel it's still like still affecting me and so many others that we think, oh no, not now. I'm not yet ready. I'm not good enough yet. Um, I have to think about that more. And yeah, probably we waste so much time with that. And if we would just.
1: Not, Not always. I think it can go. I think it can go both ways. I think there can be a somewhat like protective holding. Like you're not done quite yet, you know, but then there can be like the actual like fear sometimes that yeah. holds us back and I think yeah I think going back to people honing their own intuition it's understanding some of the qualities of the things that we feel that are and discerning like what is us what's our soul what's mm. our spirit and then what's uh, not mm-hmm. you know truly me you know it mm-hmm. might be something that's in my field that's in my aura That maybe someone's projecting onto me. uh, That's not appropriate for me to take, you know. And that happened to me a lot along the way. Mm. You know, I got a lot of projections um, from different people in my life that, you know, I had to sit back and be like, "Am you know, am I doing the right thing? Is this person scared Mm. for me? Is this person..." you know, am I feeling that energy because this is not something that person would ever do? And is there some judgment coming from it? And so, you know, really starting to get clear with yourself, like Mm -hmm. what's, what's my own internal compass saying without any fear or um, grief or certain shadow emotions Mm. holding it? Because there was a point even in 2021 that I was, I was just, I felt like I was waiting and I was like, I don't know what I'm waiting for, you know? And then it's like, things just started happening so fast in 2022. Mm. So it's like, okay, I understand why I was being kind of held in that waiting period for that period of time, because it's like, I think things were just like gestating and constellating and the energetic foundation was being laid. And then it was like, okay, like, you know, like kicked off the cliff, like you're ready now, like, get out of here. So
0: yeah, yeah, that's, that's definitely a good point. And I I didn't mean like rushing into things. But Mm -hmm. just when we're like, holding things off, because we think we're not ready. And more like on this, probably more like on a procrastination level, or uh, yeah, on a level that's, when we actually could go out already but we hold back and
1: yeah i think it can I, yeah i think it can go different ways for different people yeah. i think sometimes the procrastination can be a way of protecting our overwhelm which sometimes is the right thing to do you know or sometimes mm. we have to get kind of more karmic or cosmic training under our belts before we feel ready to go to that Mm. next step. Mm. Um, but then again, I think you're right. There can be these programs or projections either in us or onto us that do existentially hold us back from things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then again, I know, and, um, that it's, um, how did I want to say it? That, um, it's also good, you know, to take your time when you feel it's, it's, it's time to take your time. So just as you said, that you don't always want to go to the next thing. Sometimes you don't know yet. And it's, it's good to sit in that space and to get a bit more clear on things. And Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's challenging when we have, again, these like earthly problems, you know, of finance, you know, it's like, we all have to pay our bills, and we all have to go, Mm -hmm. you know, buy groceries. And, you know, like, how much time can I really take before you know, things become more urgent and what does, what, what would that, what would that urgency bring into the field? You know, it brings in, you know, fear and doubt and all those other lovely, uh,
0: (laughs) lovely things, lovely things
1: that we don't (laughs) want to interact
0: with. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Um. So, I've had you on two years mm-hmm. ago, pretty much two oh, yeah. years ago, which is really mm-hmm. great. and I love doing follow ups on my podcast. I've had yeah. a couple of people I've had for a second time or I'll be having for a second or even a third time. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a bit more about the last two years, also in the light of spiritual evolution, because what we like the 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 main theme of this series, that I'm I'm chatting with you and with other women is standing in your own authority and also how it's connected to spiritual evolution. Mm-hmm. Because for me, and that's how I came up with this idea is, first of all, standing in your own authority, it's, I feel that today it's needed more than ever. We have to be be stable and stand our ground to be able to speak up against that I don't know over can I say so overarching agenda or that mm-hmm. that one one voice that's being echoed out by the by the media by the mainstream media and mm-hmm. um. so I feel we really really have to be stable within ourselves have to be grounded in our own authority and I feel that that is in a way connected to how we, how, well, it's connected to our spiritual connection or it's connected to something deeper. We could also say it like that. So I'm in these conversations interested in like, how does it play together for you? I I think here are my thoughts on that. Yeah.
1: kind of even before COVID happened, I could see from a healing standpoint, I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) The entire world is going to be in a healing vortex, except 99% of the population won't and doesn't know it. You know, it's like, as we started to see those energies spiral you know, I see it in my one-on-one work with people. When we get to this point of like, they have a holding pattern, holding pattern, holding pattern, then things will kind of get chaotic with their process and their body for a little bit. And then it's like, they emerge like this beautiful, you know, uh Phoenix on the other side. And that is tends to be the pattern of a healing vortex. And not to say that you're the Phoenix and, you know, the enlightened being forever, but then, you know, this pattern of like holding, holding, holding chaos, and then this new emergence. You know, and that's even the way the Tao moves, you know, with yin and yang and how they they mutually create and destroy each other constantly. And so when we saw COVID happening, okay, it's in China, it's in the Middle East, it's in Italy, and then it was, you know, everywhere. You know, and then we saw, you know, how the media was behaving and the government reactions and you know, what was happening in the allopathic healthcare community, what was happening in the complementary healthcare community. And you could see this pattern over and over again, like hold, hold, hold chaos, but chaos on a level that most of us have not experienced in our lifetime. I'm sure Mm. some of our parents, grandparents have experienced these in, you know, great war, uh, famine, pandemic periods. But I think for our generation, this was somewhat Mm -hmm. of a new emergence. And again, ninety-nine percent of the population doesn't know that we're in this very specific pattern of how the Tao works and how this healing, call this healing vortex, works. And so, within those two years, to watch that happen over and over and over again, and you'd see people. I don't even like some of these terms, like wake up to, you know, what was going on, but ultimately. For me, again, it's about people waking up to their own sovereignty, their own authority. And the more people that you could get standing in their own authority, that's where the real protest happens. Mm. And that's where the real change happens is not, I think, for this specific energy, the change doesn't happen through action per se, but through inaction, through standing, through just being quiet and calm and very clear about what you're willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept. And it might look different for everybody. You know, I have some friends in the healing community who are like, well, they're they're they don't really know what they're talking about because they're not, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, which with with whatever agenda you know is going on. You know, but it's very polarizing on either sides. And we have to recognize that everyone has their own karmic path and soul imprint that they have to recognize, reorganize, resolve, and to let somebody go through that process, even if it's somewhat jarring or out of congruence with your own process. Mm. You know, and I think that's some of the hardest work for people to, to recognize and to do, and to be able to hold the space for other people to do in that way. Cause it's going to take, it's going to take a long time, you know, for everybody to you know be able to step into their own authority and sovereign and a sovereignty mm. in that way. Yeah. It's happening fast, but it's not quite as fast as
0: some people might might want. So mm. yeah, that's a great observation and it um yeah, totally, mm-hmm. especially when you see it like in so many areas in the same pattern mm-hmm. yep yeah. Mm. Yeah. so how how was it for you? what what would you say? what were your Yeah, speak a little bit about the past two years for yourself, you know, how you've grown, evolved, were there some milestones? Yeah, for me, it was, you know, on a personal level, it was
1: challenging in a lot of ways. And I've got very big arms for people to go through their process, you know, I've experienced a lot personally, I've experienced a lot professionally working with other people. And it was a lot for, you know, one woman to hold to have all these people going through their own, mm. you know, major healing crises, um, and then on my, you know, in my own way, like I'm going through, you know, through my own, you know, different relationships started and ended, um, you know, business, you know, it was challenging navigating some of the regulations. Not even mm. just from the government standpoint, but again, going into projections like how people think you should be behaving behaving during certain times whether you're in alignment with guidelines or not yeah a lot of pressure
0: coming out of that right right -hmm. it's like everyone
1: some some people seem to think that they know you know more and you know people who had trusted me for a very long time it's like you can see how easily trust can get broken depending on what inputs are going into somebody and so and that goes for everybody so it it was challenging to navigate all of those different relationships you know not only as a healthcare provider but a small business owner um you know mm. and make it out on top and again i was very blessed and i think my uh, community of patients was very blessed in the way that you know we had a safe and happy healthy healing environment you know the whole whole 2 years into it um you know and so that was a wonderful a wonderful thing you know but it was time you know i got to a point where i was like you know i think i've served the community in the way I need to, I think I've fulfilled the soul contracts that I need to, and it's time for me to move on. Um, and like I said, it's been the back of my mind to move for about 10 years and, um, Hmm. you know, so finally taking the steps, uh, to really do that and, uh, start fresh because personally, you know, sometimes we need a fresh start, (laughs) fresh start too. And that's something that I felt, I felt deeply that I needed, you know, that kind of my road and New Jersey had ended, um, and not in a bad way. It had just it had run its course. You know, it was time for me to move on to to mm. a different place and different prospects and a new way of working with people.
0: Hmm. Yeah, you you said that in 2021 you felt like, okay, I'm done with what I had to do, mm-hmm. as you just mm-hmm. mentioned. And mm-hmm. yeah. It was the and... same
1: feeling. It was, it was literally just like it was the same feeling I had at my corporate job way back when it was like. Mm ding ding it was just like ding 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 like like you've completed you know like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah like a video game like you've yeah. completed you know level 10 you know there you go yeah, time to so move cool. on to the next level
0: yeah so, mm-hmm. um so tell us a bit about your new business and you know changing yes. form from mm-hmm. your um, practice of acupuncture yeah. to okay. this more energetic yeah, so this,
1: this again is going to be a way for people to be in the healing field and uh, take more charge and sovereignty over their own health and healing. So we're going to have educational modules. The first one I'm putting together is called creative conscious conception. And I was really inspired to put together this program for women, uh, people in partnerships or men. um, going through the fertility process because it is an incredibly daunting task that's full of heartache and tragedy and joy and despair and blessings. And, you know, it's like the, you know, very, Mm. it's a, it's a wild ride for women. And that's what I would tell them when they come into my practice, if they were doing, whether they were trying to um, get pregnant naturally or going through adoption or going through the IVF process, it's like, this can be a wild ride. Like you just have to have that conversation you know, if you're in partnership with your partner um, and let them know, you know, what you all will be going through and just kind of hold on for the ride. And, you know, generally there was always a positive outcome, but giving women and men or people in partnership, some of the road signs that they'll see along the way, you know, cause we can talk about vitamins that they should be taking or food they should be eating or, you know. What the protocols are going to be if they're going through IVF, and we can talk about all that till we're blue in the face. But ultimately, it's unique for every person going through this process. And the patterns that I found were, again, tended to be more spiritual and karmic patterns. You know, not that Hmm. they didn't need to, you know, um, modify supplements or diet or anything like that. But the real work happened at these cruxes of you know, what did it mean for this person to become mother? What did it mean for this person Mm. to become father? You know, and what was their relationship with this potential child that may or may not be coming into their life? And so giving them the tools and resources to be able to walk themselves through that process and understand, again, like what projections are coming at them, what shadows are coming at them, how they can kind of clear what we call the conception cocoon, you know, for this (laughs) child to, to come into, you know, where it's going to have um, a cleaner slate than it potentially might have had by doing some of this work. So it's about five hours of content. You know, it's got uh, meditations to, to go with it. And it goes through step-by-step how to clear some of these blocks and patterns. Um, you know, and then we can always set up time to, um, you know, for a coaching call or a guidance session um, to, help, to help people through any specific questions they might have. So that's, um, one of the first educational modules. And then I'll have, um, we call the soul imprint vessel. So a little alchemical healing container that we'll put together for, you know, three, six months, depending on what somebody is going through, um, to help them again, honor and be in touch with their own intuition as they're going through, um, you know, potentially major life changes or other healing vortexes that they might be, might be engaging with. So there's, you know, a thorough intake, just like everything else. And then we would go through, you know, what people's goals and expectations are mm. and make sure, you know, we're in alignment with working together. So, mm. so I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a really nice and powerful way to work with people moving forward.
0: Yeah. 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 It sounds really beautiful. And mm-hmm. I love that you're putting so much emphasis on intuition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that it's it's really direly needed in our society today because the, well, let's say the system, they're working hard on getting us away from our intuition. And I mean, mm-hmm. even in the yoga world,
1: mm-hmm. it's,
0: it's partly ridiculous to see what practices out there that are really not bringing you closer to your core and your inner guidance, but mm-hmm. they are Re well, they are enforcing the dynamic that's already tearing you apart, let's say it in that way. So right. they are they are in a way enforcing the stresses that are already around you and in you by your daily life. Right. Well, in a in a different shape. So you probably don't or you might not realize it, but um yeah. And so yeah, I think intuition is crucial and it's so amazing to hear that this is like core of your of your work and I think you're you're an amazing person to to bring that out to people honestly. Well, it's you know, if we really think about like what <laughs>
1: like existentially what are we you know and we can say oh well we're water and minerals and this and that but it's like okay well then what is that you know and mm-hmm. then what is that and then what is that and you keep unwrapping it and it's you know I used to be one of those people um you know like in college people are like oh like we're all one you know collective unified voice, you know <laughs> voice and earth and all of that and I was like so averse to that I was like oh like I hate that you know but ultimately, it's like the more I've learned, I'm like, no, we really are all one, mm. whatever that means, you know, and <laughs> maybe, okay. universe, it's like one song. It's like how how are we showing up in the world? And again, like when I keep saying, well, the universe knows my schedule better than I do, or God knows my schedule better than (laughs) I do, you know, and really starting to like play the game of life like that. And it's like, oh, wow. Like this is really funny and strange and amazing and dynamic. And, you know, again, I'm not saying that I'm never going to suffer ever again, because I'm sure I will, but what like, what a blessing all of this is, you know, and to really start to feel into that, um, you know, and helping people feel like these spaces in their body, like, you know, what does like your clear third eye really feel and look like when you're out in the world? Like, mm. what does a clear crown really feel and look like? Like, can you feel, you know, God pouring through you? Like, you know, if your heart space is really open, can you feel, feel that and i know that's an e- it's one of the easier access points for a lot of people like when you hug a really good friend like mm-hmm. how you feel like that heart space really activate you know and start to understand there's all these little crevices of the body that we can do that with that we're really these big you know antennas for lack of a better word for you know feeling and knowing and doing and letting you know god or song or voice you know pour through us and what that looks like when it's expressed in the world
0: Mm. yeah um tell us a little bit about the the name how you came up with the name the etheric I feel it's it's really connected to what we're talking about so
1: it is and I keep so I have like a very specific group of guides that I've been and I I kind of even hate that word on through my guides you know like But these are energies, entities, angels, spirits that have been part of my life for a very long time. And for me, it's been at different stages in my life that I get to know them in different ways. And, you know, maybe some more of them show up. But again, if we're all one consciousness, if we're all one collective, you know, there are different ways of explaining it, you know, are these different expressions of God that are coming to me? Are these different expressions of self, higher self that are, you know, coming, being activated, there are ways for me to play with myself, you know, whatever it is, you know, what I say, um, I'm going to take a little side route here, you know, because I think organized religion, like I, um, you know, I would consider myself a Christian and a follower in Christ. And, you know, sometimes people say, oh, well, if you're, you know, like that could be, you know, a negative entity that you're talking to. And what, just a side note on that for me, for one, if there's no pressure from that entity or section of yourself, God, whomever, you know, and you're able to interface with it, um, on a consensual basis, you know, and mm. no pressure basis to me, that's, um, that's sign number one, that it's a good entity for two. Mm. um, you know, there's a very loving field that comes around it. So those are my two signs because we've also, you know, had, uh, for a lot of people. And for me personally, like there've been incidents of, you know, psychic attack or, you know, where it's an entity that's perhaps being projected onto you. That's, um, harmful, hurtful, even Mm. in cases of like disease that can be, you know, a projection or a negative entity, however, we want to think about it from an energetic standpoint. So that's my little sidebar on that. But you asked about the name, the etheric. So (laughs) in the, (laughs) in the points of talking about the, um, the guides or, you know, kind of my soul expression that I check in with, you know, we're going through all these names and it was like, Oh no, nothing feels right. And then literally one morning I woke up and I was like, it's the etheric, like, that's what we're going to call it. And I'm like, but what is that? Like, I know the Ayurvedic, the, you know, the expression of ether. And it's like, it keeps, it's like, it's the space between. Mm. And it's the space between, like when we're talking about the healing and the vortex and the Tao and how all of this energy moves, that's what we need most is Mm. the space between this kind of like holding, holding, holding,
0: Mm. you
1: know, chaos, Phoenix. It's like, it's these spaces between Mm. that are these moments that we allow ourselves to transform and change. And for me that's what it's about is allowing these moments for people to transform and change in ways that might not have even been in their field, their cognition, their conscious awareness. You know, mm-hmm. and just letting those moments come up for them and percolate for them.
0: I love that. So that's
1: how we came. Yeah, that's
0: how we came to the name. I really love that that mm-hmm. And I feel it's so needed to create that space for ourselves, mm-hmm. to not rush from one thing to the Wait. other and mm-hmm. to the next, and mm-hmm. but to really be here for a moment. And mm-hmm. it's the same we do in, in our traditional um, Hatha yoga classes, for example. Yep. We always have these pauses in between the poses to just reflect for a moment, feel into mm-hmm. our bodies, feel into our minds, and, mm-hmm. and be there. And yep. feel what's coming up and mm-hmm. not rush into the next and not learn from it and not and just cut out any. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this is super, super beautiful, Kath. I love that. Yeah. The mm-hmm. etheric. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The I know. And of between. course, like
1: in my typical, I'm like, oh, there's two E's next to each other. What are we going to, you know, like there's going to be people typing in the website. Oh, wrong, okay. I'm like- <laughs> I know. <laughs> Like all those logistics of being a business, you know, it's like, yeah, we're all like healers and it's like the etheric and the space between. And then like the business owner, Catherine's like, oh, come on, like really, you know, you have to put two <laughs> E's next to each other in the website. Oh, it's gonna be a disaster for people. Emails are gonna be going to the wrong yeah. place. Okay. So you you yeah. kept
0: the two E's, you didn't cross. I that did, one. I kept the okay, two E's, good. yeah. So it's <laughs> so. Yeah, I'll make sure to to link to your website and people only have to click on the link and say I'll make double sure that
1: it's no, it's, it'll be it'll be fine. We'll, yeah. we'll sort all again. It's logistics. It's like, you yeah, know, what is that? Is that UPS or FedEx that says that it's like, oh, it's just logistics at this point, you know, like, let's get the important stuff. In yeah. There and the rest, yeah. the rest will, will
0: sort itself out. It's no big deal. So, so true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Touching back on your spirit guides, Mm -hmm. you said that there was a specific group that has stepped forward for you in 2020. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about that, how how that um, has influenced your evolution on a spiritual level. And also, you know, then being able to stand firmer in your own authority or your own power.
1: I think it's um, the way they express to me at this current moment, which I know can, you know, from my past experience, I know can change is it's a group of five. One tends to skew more of the female direction and then four um, of the male direction, which is interesting, but they're really, you know, kind of the male protectorates of this, um, this one beautiful spirit. And she, I would say, in terms of their role with me, is just letting myself express, helping me feel more confident and grounded to express. And I think at some point they'll probably come out and speak a little bit more for themselves. Um, but at this point, it's really about helping me express in a, not even a new way, but in a, a fuller way, Mm-hmm. In order to engender a larger kind of change or uh, healing field in the world, because mm-hmm. there got to be a point. Even in my old office, I was like, "Oh, this—it's oh, like too small for me now." You know, it's mm-hmm. like we need to—we need to let this energy expand. And the beautiful thing about the work that I've done with the hundreds of patients that I've helped over, you know, the past ten years is so many of my patients have really come into their own too, you know? And so it just gets amplified out and out and out, Mm. you know, it's like now we've got all these, you know, you know, live light being antennas, you know, going out into the world and really, you know, shifting the way that they're living their lives, you know, and it doesn't necessarily mean they've quit their jobs or done anything like that, but how they're showing up in the world is totally different. And I can think of, you know, at least 10 examples off the top of my head, you know, in recent history for my practice, it's like these people fundamentally, you know, changed, Mm. you know, and sometimes that means, you know, there's relationship difficulties or they move on or again, change their jobs or, you know, different things that can happen to people when they start to really open up. But it's beautiful to see that kind of impact that you can have on the community and letting other people go forward and kind of spread that, spread that beautiful energy. Same. I've seen it in the yoga community. It's like, sometimes you think, you know, someone's going to show up to your yoga class, you're like, they're never going to come back, you know, and then they keep showing up and showing up. And sometimes those are the most kind of dedicated, heartfelt yogis that eventually Mm. go out into the
0: world. So, yeah. 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 That's, that's absolutely amazing to hear. Mm -hmm. And I think it's such a beautiful thing to see, like, especially for you, but also to me or anyone listening, like mm-hmm. the people you am- impacted with your work and then what they made out of it. And yeah, and who they are. Yeah, now yeah. they're spreading, mm-hmm. spreading yeah. their light and their truth mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. making this world a better place.
1: Yeah. You know. And it, the, the beautiful thing about that, you know, if you can get your ego out of it, it's like, you know, or even you know, some people in the healing profession, you know, look at each other as competition and it's like that's fine, fu- you know, it's fine. That's very earthly, you know, like practical thing to do in some ways, I guess. But um but ultimately it's like we want to be put out of business. It's like we should, you know.
0: Mm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, you mean? It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like
1: if we're really truly talking about like abundance and you know yeah. consciousness in that way, we want all of those systems to be put out of business. And the more we continue to pour our resources or ego or our mind into these kind of failing systems versus establishing our own, you know, we're just, you know, continuing to put ourselves into this awful box. And it's like, no, like, let's use the tools of some of these systems. Like, again, I think the internet's amazing. Like, I don't want to just you know i wouldn't have met you no we yeah wonderful people you know if we didn't have the internet but True. it's like how do we <laughs> how do we use these tools you know to really elevate consciousness and elevate our state of being and state of awareness in order to build you yeah. know a
0: really uh, conscious society yeah yeah use the system or some of the mm-hmm. Building blocks in there wisely, and yeah, yeah, and yeah, and some are also neutral. I I always think that the internet, for example, is fairly neutral. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's but it's what you make of it. Like, mm-hmm. well, what yeah. do you spread? What message? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, what was it? There was something on my mind. I wanted to. Oh, yeah. When you said <laughs> before, like eventually we want ourselves to be put out of business because we want people to empower themselves and not yeah. having mm-hmm. to be like, yeah. come to people like us mm-hmm. and, and giving them empowerment tools. It's mm-hmm. so funny. It's something that my yoga teacher always says, like he has this mm-hmm. yoga school on Bali. And mm-hmm. he says, well, eventually, I don't want to see you there anymore, maybe right. from time to time, but not every yeah. day, because right. I want you to embody those practices to practice for yourself. And mm-hmm. he said, that's probably the worst thing you can say as a yoga <laughs> school owner, but it is like that. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I mean, you don't want people, you know, that was the interesting thing that about going through my yep. business. So it's like, you had to look at like, well, who's been to your practice? You know, it's like, who's still coming, who's, you know, giving all these, you know, stats to the folks who are interested. And it's like, I'm like, I think I've done a really good job. Like I have, I have some people who, you know, have the resources and just like to come on the regular, but it's like most people, they come, they get better and they move on with their life. And that to me is like, that's the Uh, best, you know, and you have to come in for a tune up now and then, you know, certainly do that. But it's like, you don't want someone malingering or um, living within their pathology in a way that's, it kind of reinforces this yucky energy between, you know, client and practitioner, you know, like, I, I think we've all felt that when you've been to a practitioner who tries to like, keep you there, you mm. know, who tries to keep you in that, um, that space. With yeah. Them. I, I really yeah. have to
0: think if I've been in such a situation, but it's a good impulse to think about for, yeah. uh, for anyone listening, if mm-hmm. you've ever been in such a space or not. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's so. like,
0: again, honing into your intuition. It's like, what is, you know, like, I don't need
1: to be, you know, it's like mm. just pushing back a little bit and seeing what happens, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Um. So in a nutshell, what would you mm-hmm. say? So comparing yourself like, or remembering when we did the podcast two years ago and seeing yourself now how Mm -hmm. would you say are you standing firmer or more in your own power your own authority I mean for me you've always been standing in there really really firmly and that's why I wanted to have you back on and even our first conversation was like Mm -hmm. was to me so powerful and I um I listened to the exact quote that I um, Uh took out as the main quote back then Mm -hmm. and and was real freedom as sovereignty of self and to not have someone come in and tell you what is best for you. So that was one of your power quotes from our last conversation. And I'll link to it in the show notes for anyone who Mm -hmm. hasn't listened to it yet. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think I do think things have opened for me, especially again, like if I'm talking about the heart space in terms of, I think then I was still like a little, um, and not that it doesn't come up sometimes, but a little like, uh, uh, like a push pull tension with some of the, you know, larger systems, external influences, Mm. government media type of things. I think I still had a little grittiness around some of that and I would say now I really, I can step back and look at it. And I laugh with one of my friends. I'm like, this is the theater of the absurd. Like it's, you can, once you can step Mm. back and look at it and just be like, this is ridiculous. Like we could all be living. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And like, right. Like, cause you know what I'm going to say? We could all be living with like extraordinary abundance extraordinary food supply extraordinary access to resources you know there is more than enough like not only in terms of resources on planet earth but in terms of our intellectual and spiritual abilities that then when you step back and look at things like i can't help but laugh like it's Mm. it's extraordinarily absurd what still pains me is to watch people engage in it in this gritty way. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm never going to be active in another cause ever again. But I think, again, the most powerful thing we can do at this crux and point in time is, again, depending on what your own set of karmas are, is to what you're saying, standing in yourself, standing in your sovereignty, standing in your own authority, and really being calm and present and grounded and not letting you know, some of that (laughs) static get into your heart or get into your mind or get into your crown. It's like, you have to step back and just be like, (laughs) okay, like you're ridiculous or that's absurd or just laugh at it. And for me, that's been one of the great tantric practices Mm. is laughing at things. And, you know, and I know some people would find that distasteful or, you know, and that's fine. Like people can find that distasteful, but for me, that has been the practice is just being like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, imagine the world that we could be living in. You mm. know, imagine it. Like, like I can see those beautiful trees. You know, it's like I've got beautiful palm trees outside now. You know, it's just like like I've got, you know, weeds that are growing in my garden that now I'm looking up. Like these are powerful medicines that are just mm. growing abundantly, you know. Yeah. And it's like we have access to all of that. It's like God. <laughs> God might not want me to have a green grassy lawn, but he certainly wants me to have these medicines growing in my yard, you know? So understanding like what the world is around us and how do we navigate it and start to engender some of those more and some more of those blessings in like a real, real way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's to me, it's like ease. That's what yeah. popping up. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, as you said, you know, taking a step back and looking at things and not engaging so much emotionally in them mm-hmm. and just being like, okay, actually it could be like super wonderful, super yeah. beautiful. And yeah. And yeah. sometimes we will have to engage to get there,
1: depending on, you know, what's going on in, you know, your country or your community, but to yeah. not let it to not let it pull at you in a way that Um, like when we talked about, like when I sidebar about those negative entities, like to not let it pull at you in that way, it's to just kind of like laugh it off and then go to the work that you need to be doing. It's like, okay, like that's fine. I see you over there, not going to engage with you, but what I will do is take some action items here on earth that I need to take in order Mm -hmm. to, to ensure that you stay out of my field forever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love that action items. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a different way. Well, it's a different way of saying like that you have the awareness, you know, taking a step back and laughing at it. It's like mm-hmm. you have the awareness. It's not that you're yeah, it's like, there.
1: you're yeah. not like, you're not putting your head in the sand. Exactly. you ignorant. You're not pretending it's yeah. not there. It's like, I see you, you're a ridiculous negative entity. I'm going to deal with you in a different way, but I'm not yeah. going to
0: let you into my field. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's honestly one of the most powerful things you can do. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you have the right tools to be able to do so, I mean, today I was in a situation where I was like, all of a sudden I felt like really, really nervous and stressed inside, like completely contracted in a moment Mm. because I I commented something, someone commented back, and I was like, oh, why did I do this, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. But then I tried to, like, after half an hour, I was like, you know what, you don't have to say something now. You can just let it sit for a while, Mm -hmm. think about it, and then write something. And for me, that was like, I don't know, somehow I just created that space that Mm -hmm. I needed, Mm -hmm. and that allowed me to let that thing not affect my whole afternoon and yeah yeah. and I'm also curious
1: about this because I've I've caught myself doing this too and I'm and I'm prefacing this by saying I'm curious about this so I don't know what the answer is at this moment (laughs) but I think it's kind of like I'm fairly heartfelt and I'm very intellectual and so I'll I'll sometimes want to engage in debate with people it's like even if I know they're incorrect or wrong or you know like again, maybe they have their own stuff they have to work through and that's fine. But I'm like, what if I just told this person to like, shut the F up? Like what would happen? (laughs) You know, like, and I haven't, but I'm like, again, like i have started again, like laughing at like the ridiculous things, but I'm like, what if I was just like, shut up? Like, and I know some people don't have trouble doing that, but for me, I would have trouble doing that. And I'm like, what would that look like? You know, and feeling Mm. into all these scenarios about like, well, like what if I just really did that? Like, would it hurt their feelings? Maybe. But like, but why am I holding everybody's feelings? You know, like, mm. that's not my job, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe just try it once. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Who? Well, who knows? Maybe, maybe. Yeah.
1: I'll try it. I'll report back on our next, yes, our next podcast. Yes, please do so. <laughs>
0: We have a topic for the next podcast. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So um, I always love to give some tips to the listeners. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. now that we talked about, yeah, well, obviously standing in your own authority and your own Mm -hmm. power and creating well also creating that space around us that lets us breathe and Mm -hmm. live a bit more easeful do you have one or two tips for uh, for people listening maybe also based on your experience over the past couple of years or from your work with your patients where you're like okay this something that they could apply in their daily life
1: yeah I think Oh, I mean, for one curiosity, you know, instead of coming in from an attitude of um, this or that, or I know this, or, you know, that, or, you know, but coming in with a, with a curious spirit, I think goes a long way for two, especially for my sensitive and empathic people, which I think are all people. <laughs> um, but those who, especially like at this moment in time, identify that way, um, you know, I've been a narcissist magnet in the past and I think a lot of empathic people, you know, it's 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 like the it's like a great attraction narcissists and empaths because it's like their core wounds just like magnetized to each mm. other. And I had some very good advice at one point from a trusted mentor was like when you're in a situation like that just push back a little bit and see what happens. And when you have a negative entity like that, which again I'm not saying is like bad, but maybe wounded is a better uh, term for it. Like a wounded entity that's kind of coming at you is to just push back a little bit and see what happens. It doesn't even need to be like a big, you know, shut the F up or anything like that. It just like, sometimes it can be as simple as a question. Like, well, what do you really want from me? You know, or what are you seeking from this relationship and see what that wounded or negative entity says or person or however it's expressing in your life. And um, just push back a little bit and see what kind of space that provides you. Um, And to constantly start feeling into and navigating these things, not necessarily, I would say for my more cerebral people, which I tend to be is to start feeling more from the heart space. And for my more kind of feeling heart centered people to start You know, working from a more intellectual, Mm. logical space and start to feel into what those different feelings look and feel like Mm. for you and how you express in the world. Mm. Because even in yoga, I know like the Hatha Yoga, I've studied at the Shivananda Center a lot. You know, it's like if you're more intellectually inclined, you know, you meditate from here. And if you're more heartfelt, you meditate from here. And, you know, I think it's interesting to try to switch. Uh, yeah sometimes it's
0: it's definitely interesting too and I just wanted to say that's a great tip you know going to that other gate and working from Mm -hmm. there feeling more into Mm -hmm. that I know I'm a I'm a total like head person Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I know that I have to go more to the hard space and Mm -hmm. and be there and not overthink and overanalyze things Mm -hmm. but just go with what I feel and before I go into the overthinking so right. there's this mm-hmm. like lap. I think I know, I, mm-hmm. I feel it, but then once I start thinking too much about it, it's like, flip, and then I'm in my head and it's just right. spinning here. So yeah. that's a, that's a really great tip. And yeah, I mean, in, in yoga, as, as I learned this, you you can meditate here in the third eye. Well, there's, mm-hmm. there's different gates. You can meditate yeah. in the heart, but you can also meditate in the navel and, mm-hmm yeah try the different access points and some are probably easier Mm -hmm. more easily reachable for some people and others for others and Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
1: yeah i know our bodies hold so many uh kind of gates of mystery to
0: unlocking and knowing ourselves better it's really it's really Mm. amazing yeah so are you also um so you're also doing one-on-ones then in your new business and mm-hmm. the... yes, yeah, yeah. amazing, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to
1: that, and then maybe we'll put together some group and you know some some other ways to work together because mm. I would like it to be accessible for you know most people from free content you know on to up to people who want to work um, you know a little more closely together.
0: So uh, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that. So you're already on Instagram with your new name, I think. Mm -hmm.
1: Yep. Catherine Craig Etheric. Um, The website is theetheric.com. And then the YouTube channel should be up hopefully by the end of this week Mm -hmm. at the Etheric update. So um, so we'll keep you posted on all of those new and exciting happenings.
0: Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that something that you'd like to add that we didn't talk about that oh. really yeah, that yeah, about spiritual evolution or spirituality or uh, you know, standing in your own power or whatever it is that you want to tell the listeners before we um finish off.
1: Yeah, I guess the only other thing that I would talk about is Um, the power behind words and symbols. That's something that I've Mm. been very much getting into is not only seeing the signs in your everyday life, um, but doing, you know, understanding the symbology of dream work and then also really understanding the meaning behind words we're using. So I've been big into like, we were talking a little bit before about etymology, like what, where did some of these words come from? You know, and I um, I speak v- very poorly um, some Swedish and Danish, and again high school Spanish and English, and it's like even then you can start to see like how some of these languages are related, like maybe how where they came from, how they've grown from one another, how we express in the world, and then using like especially again if you're in a healing relationship with someone, using language in a way. That it becomes like a mantra or a powerful symbol for that person, Mm. you know, that they can start to ingrain words with a certain magnetism um, in order to heal themselves more deeply and to use the language in the way that we express not only out in the world, but to ourselves in a way that is much more powerful than, you know, how we normally use language. And it's it's yeah. a practice, I think, for anybody and something I'm working on, mm. um, you know, to kind of ingrain some meaning into the words that we're using more deeply. Even the word ingrain, when you think about it, like grain is how we nourish ourselves and then we're take you know, how, we, how we're nourishing ourselves with words and language and expression.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful exercise and um, I, I exactly know what you're talking about. And it's also like some words, they just speak to us. We would naturally Mm -hmm. use them. And maybe exactly because of that reason that they have a deeper meaning for us or they give us some power when we use them.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Same thing with mantra and meditation, you know, Sanskrit words, you know, Sanskrit's one of the oldest languages. So it's got, it's, you know, in the way people have chanted, these mantras that has imbued so much life into them you know and every time you chant it just brings it like brings all of that generational force and karmic
0: force up with it you know it's so amazing yeah and i mean Mm -hmm. sanskrit is like a whole other level because it it naturally carries that vibration i mean just for the people listening who maybe have not heard much about sanskrit but it's it's different to english or german if we say peace it's well it's a nice word maybe we have a certain relationship with it maybe we feel it deeper but when you say um, peace in sanskrit so when you say mm-hmm. shanti it carries that yeah. vibration of vibration. peace mm-hmm. so while yeah. speaking it you're actually you're having that vibration inside you that vibration of peace yeah that cellular it like literally shakes up you know your
1: cellular being Mm. cellular vibration you know and it's like you know again we hear this so much being bandied around like oh we've got to raise our vibration but that's really what we're doing you Mm. know is is enlivening and enriching and raising the quality of our expression in the world and the quality of how we're showing up in the world and the quality of how our interactions and relationships are and that's really you know like we can kind of like giggle about like the race of vibration but that's ultimately <laughs> it's like you know like that's what we're doing you know is enriching and enlivening and upgrading the quality in which we're living you know and we're going to continue to do that we're not going backwards i know there's some doomsayers that are like oh it's all gonna you know it's all gonna you know and I don't like, think so. I don't think so. Like I'm not <laughs> saying things aren't going to be rough or there's not going to be suffering because there will continue to be suffering until we've all, you know, reached that stage of enlightenment because that's how we learn, you know, to receive our blessings. But, um, but I think the future is very bright.
0: Mm, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a that's a beautiful closing statement future very bright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: it was oh. a pleasure being here with you Kat it really was I love our conversations Aww. Um,
0: thank you so much thank, thank you thank you thank you yeah pleasure to have you and yeah I'm looking forward to the next one already <laughs>
1: absolutely
0: absolutely <laughs> um yeah enjoy your new home and your, thank you your day and absolutely um, we'll speak
1: soon.
0: Um, Okay. All right. Bye, Bye Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope you liked this episode and it inspired you in a good way. And if so, please share it with friends, with family, share it on your social media, maybe take a screenshot while you're listening or a photo of you, take my guests and me, and also make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And if you feel really cold, you can also leave a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and of course, let us know what you would like to hear more of, any comments, any feedbacks. There's my email and the link to my newsletter below. So. Don't be shy. Please reach out. I'm always happy to hear from you and um, and interact with you. So thank you so much again, and I'm sending you much love and see you next time. Bye bye.